Thanks for listening to this week's message from Gateway City Church. For more information about Gateway City, check us out online at gatewaycitychurch.co. We hope you enjoy today's message. Good morning, Gateway City Church. How are you doing today? You doing well? It's good to see you. You look good. You sound good this morning. So glad you guys are here and hanging out with us. It's good to be with you. It's good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. And welcome to the first week of our brand new series that we've called Relationship Goals. Uh, All the women are thinking like finally, like a, a series on relationships. And all the men are thinking, I was just starting to like this church. That's kind of what you're thinking. But, uh, but uh, if I can, and if I can, just for a few minutes, just kind of lean into like some stereotypes around relationships because, um, just because it's funny. And, uh, but, uh, but oftentimes when it comes to relationships, men are often, have often been accused of, of, of thinking about relationships the same way that like a lot of us think about our cars. You know, we don't want to work on it. We just want it to work. And that's kind of how we think about it, and you know, and and I, and I remember, and I also like, you know, and a lot of times whenever like a, your, your girlfriend or your fiance or your wife, they 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 come up to you and say like, I, I I want, you know, like we really need to talk about our relationship, you know, that that makes us nervous because it makes us feel like you've identified something wrong with the relationship and you have in mind what what needs to be done to fix it. And, and so we don't really know what that means for us. I mean, I still remember, you know, when I was a kid, my dad would disappear with our dog and take it to the vet to get fixed. And then the dog would come back and had this cone over its head. And so, like, as, as guys, we just don't, we don't know if we want to be fixed. And so, but, but, uh, but, for, the next, but for the next four weeks, we're going to be talking about relationships and relationships as it pertains to, uh, to being single, to being engaged, to being married. And, and maybe there's nothing in your relationship that needs to be fixed. But, but we do, we all have relationship goals. We all have goals for the relationships that we're in. And if our relationships are going to be everything that we want them to be, we've got to intentionally take a look at our relationships to make sure that they're healthy, to make sure that they stay healthy. And if they're not healthy, we've got to get them healthy. And so over the next four weeks, you know, we're going to be taking some time to talk about relationships as it pertains to that because we all have, we all have goals for our relationships and we want to make sure that they're, they're staying healthy. They're staying healthy. And when it comes to relationships, when it comes to relationships, we all enter into, we all have boxes. And we all enter into to every relationship carrying a box. It's an invisible box. I've got this box to illustrate your invisible box. But we all have an invisible box that we carry into every single relationship. And, when, and, and if you're single, and if you're single, the contents of this box, they may not be as clearly defined. You know, but but as you as you as you enter into a new relationship, this gets a little bit more clearly defined. And if you're engaged, you know, I hopefully you've spent some time speaking with your fiance, talking with your fiance about the contents of of of, of what's in your box. And if you're married, you definitely need to know what's in your box. You definitely need to know what's in your spouse's box. And if you don't, that could be some pro- that could create some problems within your relationship, within your marriage. But we all enter into a relationship with. With just, with, just, with just this box. And it's, and, and it's this box of our hopes and our dreams and our desires. We enter into every single relationship, dating, engagement, marriage, with a box just filled with just hopes and dreams and desires of everything you want that relationship to be. And, and you know, you might, you might have hopes and dreams around, 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 your, around money, you know, around money. You, you, you know, we're, we're, you know, we're, we're going to have, we're going to have, we're going to have a lot of money. 
you know, or, 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 maybe, or, maybe, or maybe you think, you know, I don't really need that much money. You know, love will keep us together. You know, maybe that's how you feel. You know, I'm going to be a stay-at-home mom. I'm going to be a stay-at-home dad. Or maybe we can just have enough money where we can just both stay home. Let's just do that. You know, maybe you have, or, or, and then you have, you, have, you have hopes and you have dreams and you have desires around, around your house. You know, are we going to rent? Or are we going to lease to own? Or are we, we going to buy a house? We have hopes and we have dreams around our house. And then you've got household chores. You know, who's going to do the household chores? And, well, this is the way it happened in my family. And this is the way it happened in your family. And, and they both got it wrong. And this is the way that I think it should be done. You've got hopes and you've got dreams and you've got desires around all of these things. Uh, maybe, you, maybe you have hopes and dreams and desires around, around you know, I'm going to keep driving my sports car. And this is my hope and my dream and my desire. But then the other person in the relationship, they say, I'll talk him or I'll talk her into getting something a little more practical. You know, because, because we got to, because, because, and here's the reason why. It's because we have hopes and we have dreams and we have desires around, around kids. We have kids and, 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 and we, we want to we we have children. And, you know, and maybe if you grew up and you, you were an only child, you know, you don't want your kid to be an only child. So, so, so you're going to have two. And then in, and if it's like me, you know, and the first two kids you had were boys, you got to try a third time to get the girl. And that's exactly how London got here. And so you got hopes and you got dreams and you got desires around your children and around your money. And, and, then, oh, and then, then you got hopes and you got dreams and desires around your calendar. And you have, you have this hope around how your schedule's going to work and how your calendar's going to work and, and, you know, and, and, and how that's going to work. And, you know, and your wife may say, you know, all I want, all I want, is three holidays with my family and then you can have the rest you know and I, I won't you know with my family we're going to spend you know you know Easter Thanksgiving and Christmas with my family and your family can have all of the rest you can have Groundhog Day you know your family gets Groundhog Day or you, maybe you get Arbor Day you can have thank you can you can have Halloween but I'm gonna have but I'm gonna have with my family you know Christmas Thanksgiving and, and Easter you know and you can have all of the rest of them fourth of July you know um uh, then, then there's hopes and dreams and desires that we have around around intimacy, like we all have this we all have this hope and this dream of, of, of way, the way that's going to work. And, and every man, every man enters into marriage, just hoping and dreaming that his wife will wear nothing like this. And and, and your wife is thinking, well, he just wants me to be comfortable. He he do, he doesn't care. He'll just he'll he'll just. You know, he'll, he'll just love me for who I am. And so, yeah. And then, and, then we have the, and then we have these hopes and we have these dreams and we have these desires around, like, around, around how we're going to handle conflict. You know, conflict, because you, you, you got to handle conflict in a relationship. Every relationship is going to have conflict. And notice when you resolve the conflict, there you go. I just found this out yesterday when I was holding these boxing gloves. But and, and typically you're in and around in and around conflict resolutions. You know, like you 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 kind of enter into a relationship and you think, well, like we'll handle it. Like we'll just talk about it. We'll talk it all out and and we'll be completely honest. But then the other person in the relationship is thinking, man, like if I'm completely honest, man, that can be brutal, and that can hurt somebody's feelings. So maybe I won't say everything that is true. I'll just make sure that what I do say is true, you know, and then, and then you're like, well, you know, you raised your voice at me. Well, I grew up in a house where we raised our voice, 
And whenever you raise your voice, I know it's loud, but we get everything out and then everything's okay in the end. And then the other person is like, well, no, you don't raise your voice because that's really insensitive. And that's not how you handle conflict, you know. And, and so like, you know, and then guys are thinking conflict resolution. I, I kind of thought that's what sex was for. You know, but, 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 we, but we, we have all these hopes and we have these dreams and we have these desires and we enter into every relationship with hopes and with dreams and, with, and desires and we carry this box into every relationship. And, and, what, and what always seems to happen, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally, anytime you carry your, your box of hopes, dreams, and desires into every relationship, at some point, at some point in the relationship, it might not be in the first month, it might not be in the first year, but at some point while you're dating or while you're engaged or, or, or maybe it's in the first month of your marriage or maybe it's in the first year of your marriage, at some point you, 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 take, you take this box of hopes, dreams, and desires. Again, whether it's intentionally or unintentionally and you essentially just kind of pick it up and you just kind of hand it to the other person in the relationship and you just kind of say, I hear like, make all of these come true. Make all of these come true. This, this, is the way that I, this is the way that I always dreamed it would be. This is the reason that I pursued you. It's the reason that I asked you out. It's the reason that I said yes when you asked me out. It's the reason I asked you to marry me. It's the reason that I said yes when, when I asked you to marry me. It's because in my mind, I felt like you were someone that, that could make all of my hopes and all of my dreams and all my desires come true. But whenever we do that, whenever we hand our hopes and our dreams and our desires to the other person in our, in our relationship, it doesn't always feel like hopes and dreams and desires to the other person. To the other person, oftentimes, our hopes, dreams, and desires that we've handed to them, oftentimes it feels like expectations. Expectations. It feels like, you know, and expectations to, to a person, it can, feel, it can feel like a weight that they have to carry. It can feel like, you know, your hopes, dreams, and desires that you hand to the other person, and it can, it can feel like a burden that they're supposed to carry. It can feel like a burden they're supposed to carry. And expectations are simply this. It's simply, they're simply just a strong desire or a strong belief that something will happen. And if I can't deliver on your hopes, dreams, and desires that now feel like expectations that you've placed on me, there's this sense that, that, that at some point you're going to be disappointed in me and that you're not going to be happy with me. And it may not begin in the first month. It may not begin in the first year. But at some point, at some point, these 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 expectations that that you know that my hopes dreams and desires that, that 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 i've handed to you and it feels like expectations to you and and then your hopes dreams and desires that you've handed to me and it feels like expectations that you've placed on me at some point in the relationship like you and i we're gonna collide we're we're, we're gonna we're gonna collide and and, and whenever and, and we're gonna collide and it's and it's gonna be and it's gonna be this this struggle and whenever we collide and, and we swap boxes, you know, I give you your, I give you mine, and, and you give me yours. And, and now, and what, and what used to feel like it was, man, it was hopeful, and, and it was sweet, and it was dreamy, all of a sudden now feels like this, this, this burden that we, that we have to carry for one another. And whenever, and, and, and inevitably, anytime, anytime, anytime you and I collide, anytime we collide, 
there's 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 one of there's there's one of five things that we typically do typically do and today i just want to share with you the the first four of those and we're going to talk about the fifth one next week and but the and so but and, but one of the four things that i want to talk about today is that, that that typically we do whenever we whenever we collide over the expectations that we feel like have been placed on us the first thing that we do is the most extreme thing that people will do whenever they collide over these things in a relationship is is number one is we leave we leave we leave we say we say well that's not what i that's not what i signed up for that's that's not what i expected you didn't tell me the truth i didn't know you weren't honest this this isn't this isn't what i this isn't what i kind of i signed up to be a part of and so and so I, I'm, I'm frustrated i'm this, this is ridiculous and and i'm out this is the most extreme thing that people will do whenever, whenever they collide in relationships over, over hopes, dreams, and desires that now feel like these expectations and feel like this weight that's been placed on us. We leave. And then the second thing that we do, and, and it doesn't seem so bad, but, but the second thing that we do in, in a relationship is it, whenever we collide is, is we, we win. You know, because a lot of us, we just want to win. Doesn't matter, it, it doesn't matter like who, whose expense it's at. We just want to win. And in almost every single relate, in almost every single relationship, it's not not necessarily the case for every relationship, but oftentimes this is the case in, in in relationships. Oftentimes, one person has a stronger personality than the other, and oftentimes, oftentimes in a relationship with a relationship where people that they just want to win, the stronger personality will kind of will kind of leverage that that stronger personality to just kind of get what they want, and they'll kind of power up and they kind of win. And the other, the other person just has to, has to kind of, kind of give up everything that, that they wanted and, and kind of give up who it is that they want to be so that this person, so that the other person kind of just kind of wins everything. And, and, it's, kind of, and, and, and it's kind of like, you know, and, and, then, and then really they kind of power up and they leverage really just kind of what, like what, kind of what I call the four C's of a dysfunctional relationship. So now, so, and I'm going to share these four C's with you. And so just hear me. These are the four C's of a dysfunctional relationship. So if you want a terrible relationship, if a terrible relationship is your goal, do these things. If you want a good relationship, don't do these things. The four C's of a dysfunctional relationship are convince, convict, control, and coerce. You know, we convince, you know, it's like whenever we go to somebody and we realize, hey, I know that you, th I know that you thought that kind of what, what your hopes and your dreams were. I know you thought that's kind of what the dream was, but, but my dream's better. And so if you abandon what it is that you thought was good and you embrace everything that I thought was good, well, then everything's going to work out just fine. You know, we convince people to kind of, to kind of give up whatever it is that they felt like they, whoever it is they felt like they were or what they felt like they wanted so that we can kind of convince them to see things our way you know we, we convince them you know like you know it didn't really work out for you know how'd that work out for your family it didn't okay well we're not going to do that you know and then and then we convince people then we convict them this is where we make people feel guilty for some things you know it's like well i, I don't i don't want to you know i don't i don't want to be judgmental but that's stupid you know it's like we convict them we make them we make them feel bad about some things make them feel guilty I don't want to be judgmental, but, you know, your family's a wreck, and so we're not going to do anything like they did it. My family is better than your family, so we're going to do it my family's way. We convict them. And then whenever we convince, and then we, we convict, and then we, all, we, we control, and, and we coerce. And at the end of the day, and like, here, here's, the, here's the interesting thing. At the end of the day, the people who win, they're, they're relatively happy for a little while. They're happy for a little while. They, you know, it's like they, 
You know, they're, they're always smiling. Life is great. You know, they're living, they're living their dream. You know, and, and, and they, they've got somebody that's with them now that's going to help them live out their hopes and their dreams and desires and everything's good with me and it kind of turns into this whole thing. Yeah, like, I'm doing great, but, like, man, like, I don't, like, I don't really don't know what's him. Like, just kind of pray for him. He's, he's, he's kind of coming along. She's getting a lot better. So just, just, just pray for them. And, and ultimately, whenever we do this, it kind of leads us into the third thing that we do whenever we collide in relationships, and it, it leads to, like, we conform. We conform. We, we abandon who we are to embrace someone or something that we're not just because it makes somebody else happy. You know, we, 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 we kind of conform to, to the pressure of everything that's kind of taking shape around us. We, we conform and we, we kind of take the posture of, well, you know, this isn't really what I wanted, but as long as he's happy, I, I'll deal with it. You know, or, or, you know, it's like, you know, this really isn't what we dreamt of, but as long as he's happy, you know, I, I, I'll deal with it. I'll deal with it, and, and I, I'll, I'll conform. And, 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 and here's the day, but at the end of the day, any time, like when, when somebody gives up who they are to become someone that they're not, every time they will end up losing respect for their partner, and their partner will ultimately end up losing respect for them. And so, and so we, we leave, we win, we conform. And, and then the last thing that we do, and oftentimes this is the thing that people think is the win in a relationship, is we compromise. We compromise. And ultimately, like we, a lot of times we think this is the win. You know, like I, I'll give up a little, you give up a little, and, and that's fine as long as we're talking about what we do, when we do it. But when it's talking about who you are, this is not okay. And we compromise. We compromise, and we, and, and you know, th this is how you stay married. You just compromise, you know. And but, but here's the thing: in a compromised relationship, it, it's it's this it's this, you know, you do your part, I'll do you, do, I'll do I'll do my part, you do your part, and while you're doing your part, I'm going to watch you to make sure you're doing your part because I know you're watching me to make sure that I do my part. And and in a compromised relationship, we keep score. We keep score in a compromised relationship. And, 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 there, there's, there, and there's, this, there's this scorekeeping. And here's the deal. And it feels a little bit like a contract. And, anytime, and, and, and whenever this is the case in a compromised relationship, whether it's dating relationship, whether it's engaged, whether it's married, there's always, 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 there's always low trust. And any time, and any time there is low trust in a relationship, and here's the deal, if that continues, trust continues to get lower and lower and lower. And whenever there is low trust in a relationship, you can rest assured that there is low intimacy in a relationship. There's low intimacy. And here's the, is the, is the bottom line is, is, the, is because you cannot be fully intimate with someone that you cannot fully give yourself to. Here's the, you cannot give yourself fully to someone you don't fully trust. You can't. You cannot give yourself fully to someone that you do not fully trust. So let, I, I want to kind of shape this up in a little bit of a different way, you know, like in and around like expectations. In, in a relationship where, where expectations exist, expectations, they create this relationship, and it's, it's this debt-to-debtor relationship. You know, it's this, it's this relationship that whenever, whenever I put all of my hopes and all of my dreams and all of my desires, when I place them onto you, when I hand them to you, and I say, hey, do something with these 
for me, it creates the mindset or it creates the mindset that you owe me something. I, he, here's all of my hopes. Here's all of my dreams. Here's all of my desires. I'm giving them to you. Make something happen. And it creates this mentality that, 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 I, that, that you owe me something. You know, like, you know, here's my hopes, my dreams. I, I've given my life to you. You've given your life to me. Here's my hopes, here's my dreams, and here's my desires. You owe me. You, you, owe, you, owe, me, you owe me your attention. You owe it to me. You owe it to me to make sure that I enjoy how we spend the money and how we travel. You owe it to me to be affectionate to me. You owe it to me to make sure that you owe it to me to, to provide for me. You owe it to me to make sure that the house is clean. You owe it to me to be, to be patient with me. You owe me, and I owe you. It's, the, it's this debt-to-debtor relationship. And even though you and I, even though we both owe one another, it creates this debt-to-debtor relationship. And here's the deal. Like it is, this is not at all how God has intended it to be whenever he put the first man and the first woman together. It's not at all how he intended it to be. And debt, and here, because here's the deal. Whenever, whenever you have this debt-to-debtor relationship, it, it kind of it kind of all boils down to this. It, well, well, that's just what you're supposed to do. You know, you owe me, and I owe you, and so this is this is this is what you're supposed to do because you owe me. This is just what you're supposed to do. You know, this is just what a man does. This, this is just what a woman does. This is just what we're supposed to do. And so here's the question. Here's the question. In that in that relationship, is that is that whenever and, the, and this is a huge part of the equation. Is that is that how much gratitude do you express to someone who just simply does what they're supposed to do? How much gratitude do you, do you show the person who pays you just what they're supposed to pay you? How much gratitude do you show the person who just provides the service for you that they're supposed to provide? Honest answer? Not that much. Not that much. We rarely express gratitude for the things that we've come to expect. If I expect you to do something, I'm usually not as grateful because it's what you're supposed to do. You know, like it, it, when, whenever gratitude is low, you know, very rarely do we go, oh, like, wow. Thank you so much for doing that, even though you do it every day. Very rarely, very rarely. Like it, it, it's when it comes down to me. Like if it comes down to me, if it comes down to if it comes down to you just doing what it is that you're supposed to do, gratitude is often really, really low. When it comes down to me expecting Suzanne to do the things that Suzanne has always done, usually the way I express gratitude is typically kind of low because we don't ever, we rarely express gratitude for the things that that just kind of always seem to happen. Gratitude is always low. Gratitude is like, wow, I, I, I did not expect you to do that, even though you've done it a thousand times. Like grat- Gratitude is like, thank you so much for doing that for me. Like, like, I, I, like thank you so much. Like, what do you mean, thank you? Like, I, al- I always fix your coffee every single morning. Well, I, I know you always fix my coffee every single morning, and every single morning you hand it to me. But today, I'm as grateful for that today as I was the first time you did it for me. That's gratitude. That's gratitude. Gratitude says, gratitude says, I, even though, whether I expect it or not, I am amazingly thankful. That's gratitude. 
Gratitude, gratitude is the indication that I've not filled up a box of, of burdensome expectations on you. And then whenever you have this, whenever you have this low gratitude and whenever like you have this debt-to-debtor relationship, at some point in the relationship, it kind of always happens. You kind of wake up one morning and you're like, how do we get here? Why, why, why doesn't it seem to be the way that it, that it used to be? And it's because oftentimes in a debt-to-debtor relationship, over time, you rarely even see this coming. That debt-to-debtor relationship, it kind of really makes it really, really hard to recognize or to even express unconditional love. It's really hard for you to love me if you always feel like you owe me. In, 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 in fact, in this kind of relationship, owe me can actually take the place of love me. It's, and, and it's, it's, hard, it's hard to recognize love in a relationship whenever, whenever, whenever it's always underneath the attitude of, of you owe me something. You owe me something. In, 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 fa- in, fact, in fact, expectations expectations make it really, really hard to, like it, it eliminates the margin that's needed to love someone unconditionally. In order to love someone unconditionally, there has to be margin. And expectations kind of remove the margin that's necessary. And this is why this is why a box of, of expectations just kind of undermines undermines intimacy in a relationship. You know, it's like if if I you know because it's like if I meet your expectations, then we're even. And, and then and then we're back to zero. We're all good, but but I never really feel like we're good because as soon as I meet these expectations, I feel like there's another expectation on me that I have to deliver on, and it makes it really really difficult. And truth be and, and that that's just like that's no way to live. And the good news is, is, is that you don't have to. You don't have to live that way. So what, so what do we do with all of this? Like what, 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 do we, what do we do with all of these things? You know, do I, do I just pretend? Do I just pretend that I never wanted kids? You know, do I, do I, do I, do I just pretend, do I just pretend that, you know, that, that, do I just pretend that we don't really, that we don't, that, you know, that money doesn't matter? You know, I don't, you know, I don't, I don't need a house. I don't need to live anywhere. We'll just, we'll just string up a, a Eno and we'll live outside. I don't care. It doesn't matter to me. You know, like, what, like, what, like, what, what, what do you, what do you do with all of this? What do you, what do you do with all of, all of these things? And, and, and the, and the short answer to that question is, is just, is just to, just leave 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 them in in this box just leave, leave them leave them in this box just 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 keep it all keep it all in here keep it all in your in your hopes and your dreams and your your your, your desires box and, and the next question is well how, how do I do that like how do I how do I how do I hold on and how do I keep all of my hopes and all of my dreams and all of my desires alive as I enter into a relationship without making them feel like this burden of expectation on the person that I, I love and I want to spend the rest of my life with? And, and the answer to that question is, is, is the correct answer to the next question and the next question is, is, is a difficult question. It's a diff- and it's, it's a difficult question to answer. And the answer to this next question, it, it's, 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 it's not intuitive. It's not easy. It's really, really difficult, which is why so many people struggle with it. 
but to keep all of your hopes and your dreams and your desires in your hopes, dreams, and desires box without making them feel like expectations on the person that you're in a relationship with, you have to answer this question. What do they owe you? What do they owe you? You know, the other person in the relationship. What is it that you feel like they owe to you? What do they owe you? And see, the couples whose relationships that you, that, you, that, you, that, you, that you look up to and that you aspire to emulate, they know the correct answer to this question. And the correct answer to this question, it's not easy, it's not intuitive, it goes against everything that we, we kind of feel within ourselves. But, but, but the answer to this next question is, it's a, it's a question of, like, of what do they owe you? It is this. Absolutely nothing nothing they don't owe you anything the couples whose relationships that you aspire to emulate they know this they understand this they live and they love by this by this principle we owe each other everything but we're owed nothing in return we owe each other everything but we owe but we're owed nothing in return. Now, I know that doesn't really seem, I know that statement really doesn't make sense, but it's so true. It's so true. All of, all of the happy couples and all of the happy marriages that you see, there is something different about the way that they live their lives. There's something different about the way that they love. There's something different about the way that they treat one another. You know, they, they, you know, they go through difficult times, but they're still happy. They, they go and it doesn't really make sense. They go through they they go through difficult times and 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 you know and they're not super talented. They're not super rich, but they but they just always seem to be all right and they always seem to be happy and they always seem to be be thriving. They, they've been blessed with a lot of kids and they're happy. They haven't been able to have kids, but yet they're still they're still happy. There's something really extraordinary about these couples. There's, there's something just like, there's a, there's a mystery that kind of revolves around these couples. And here's, here's the mystery. They understand and they live and they love by the principle that we owe each other everything, yet I don't feel like I'm owed anything in return. And whenever couples, whether you're dating, whether you're engaged, whether you're married, if you, can, if you can live by this principle and if you can love by this principle, I'm telling you, it is the key to satisfaction and contentment and fulfillment in a way that goes beyond anything you ever imagined that you could have within a relationship. It's difficult to do, but... Christian couples, and really, truth be told, even couples who aren't who aren't Christians, I really do believe that kind of every happy couple I've ever met, whether they're Christian or non-Christian, they leverage Christian principles in their relationship. But happy Christian couples, they they lean into just this one all-encompassing command that, that Jesus made. See, at the end of Jesus' ministry. He gathered all of his guys, all of his followers together, and he said, you know, whenever we first started this whole thing, there were 630-something Jewish laws. 
but I've kind of whittled them down to two. And Jesus says this in Matthew chapter 22, verse 37 through 39. He says, love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all your mind. This is the first and greatest commandment. And in verse 39, he says, and the second is like it. Love your neighbor as yourself. And then he kind of gathers all of his, all of his followers together. He says, like, I, I kind of broke, broke all of the commandments down into two commandments, but I kind of want to shave it down into one and just really make it simple for you. And in John chapter 13, verse 34, Jesus says this. He says, a new command I give you. Love one another as I have loved you, so you must love one another. You see, in the old days, it was do unto others as you would have them do unto you. But Jesus says there's something so much better than that. In the same way that I've loved you. And we know like Jesus, the way Jesus demonstrated his love for us was he laid down his life for us on the hope, on the chance that maybe we might choose to follow him. He says, whenever you do this, Whenever you love one another in this way, this, this, this changes everything. And then the Apostle Paul comes along years after, after Jesus. And he, and he takes Jesus' command to, to love one another as Jesus loved us. And he, and, he, and, he, and he applies it to relationships, all kinds of relationships, marriage being one of them. And he says this, he says in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 2, he says, walk in the way of love just as Christ loved us and gave himself up for us. And any couple, dating, engaged, married, it doesn't matter. If you're single and you begin to love your friends in this way, I'm telling you, whenever you apply this, whenever you drop this in the center of every relationship, everything kind of begins to look like this competition of submission. It's like this race to the back of the line. It's like, this, it's like this race to see who can outserve the other person. And that's, that's really difficult to do, and it's really hard to live out. But I'm telling you, if you can, if you can, if you can understand this and you can, and you can begin to, to express gratitude and you can begin to love one another, you can begin to love the other person in your relationship in this way, understanding that I owe you everything, but yet I'm owed nothing in return. I'm telling you. That whatever relationship you apply that to, it will, it, will, it will lean into and it will provide you with satisfaction, contentment. It goes beyond, it goes beyond anything that you could ever really imagine a relationship being. You know, because when we love like this, we're no longer, I no longer give you something just to get something in return. I, I, I just, I, I give because I love you. And whenever you love someone, that's what you do. You give. And it doesn't matter if they ever give you anything in return. Because if all I ever do is give to you because you gave to me, and then you give to me because I gave to you, that, that's no relationship. That, that, that's a contract. And I, I don't know about you, but I want every relationship that I'm in to be something more than a contract. I want it to be something more than a license I signed. I didn't make I, when I when I got married. I, I I didn't I didn't get I didn't get married to marriage. I 
got married to my wife. I'm not committed to my marriage. I'm committed to my wife. I'm committed to the person that she is. I'm committed to who she is. I'm committed to everything that makes her as amazing as she is. This is the key. To relate. And, and, so, and so as we kind of wrap everything up, I, I got some homework for you. It, it's thought homework, so don't, you don't have to really write anything down, so it's all right. Is that, is that today, like whenever, whenever you leave today, you know, if, if, you're, if, you're, you know, if you're in a relationship, if you're dating, if you're, if you're engaged, if you're married, you know, I just, I, I, w- I want you to talk about today's, like today's message. And, and if you're, you know, if you're, and, and, really, and really talk about today's message really from the context of two questions. The first question being, being quite simply is just, what's in your box? What's in your box? And if you're single and you're not in a relationship right now, you need, to start, you need to start asking yourself this question because one day you will be in a relationship and you're going to want to carry this into that relationship and hand it to the other person and say, make all this come true. So what's in your box? You know, and, and, and if you're married, like you really need to know the answer to this question because if you don't know the answer to this question, if this isn't clear to you, it's not clear to your spouse. And if it's not clear, it's confusing. So what's in your box? And then the other question that you need to answer is, is, is do I expect someone else to carry it for me? Have I, have I taken all of these things that are my hopes and my dreams and my desires and have I placed it, whether intentionally or unintentionally, have I placed it on somebody else expecting them to deliver on it for me? So like, what's in your box? And do you expect someone else to carry it for you? These are the questions you have to ask. You know, have, you, have, you, have you unintentionally, have you unassumingly, or you know, just, just ask somebody, hey, take all of this stuff and, and, just, and just make it come true for me. What's in your box? And if you've given it to somebody else in such a way that it just, it just feels like a burden for them today. Let me pray for you. Heavenly Father, we love you so much. And we thank you for, for your unconditional love. Father, I pray that you would help us to, to wrap our mind and wrap our hearts and our lives around around what Jesus has taught us. To love you with all of our heart and to love and to love other people in the same way that you've loved us. Laying down our lives for people, not expecting anything in return. We love people and because we love people, we give. God, help us to wrap our minds and our hearts around what it is that you've taught us and God, help us to, help us to live this out within every relationship, whether it's a friendship, whether it's a dating relationship, whether we're engaged to be married, whether, we've been, whether we just got married or we've been married for 10 years, 15 years. God, help us to live this out. Today, as we're continuing to pray, every head bowed, every eye closed, 
the key to understanding and, and, and living out a love like this is, is first, in order to be able to give this kind of love, you first have to be able, you, have, you first have to have received this kind of love. And the way that we receive this love is we receive it from the person who modeled it best. We receive it from the person who is who, who taught us this stuff. We, we open up our hearts and we open up our lives to receive the love of Jesus, the saving grace of Jesus, and we ask him to, we ask him to be our savior. We ask him to come into our lives, change our hearts. Help us to, help us to get rid of everything that was old and help us to, to live our lives in a brand new way. And so today, if you're here today and, and you've never done that, you've never, you've never opened up your heart to receive Jesus as your Savior, and you want to do that now, you want to receive this love so in turn you can actually give this type of love away. If that's you, like, would you just, I just want to know if that's you, I just want to receive Jesus today, open up my heart to him, make him my Savior. Would you just let me know just by raising your hand just really quickly? You can just, you can put it up, you can let it down, it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. If that's you today, I just want to lead you in a prayer. You can just pray this prayer after me. You can pray it out loud. You can pray it to yourself. It's all right. It doesn't matter. Say, Heavenly Father, thank you for loving me with an unconditional love. Thank you for giving your son Jesus to die so that I could be made brand new. Forgive me for where I've, for, for where I've gone wrong and forgive me for what I've done wrong. Pray, Father, that you take everything that's old away and you create a new life within me and help me now to give the love to everyone I come in contact with the, the same love that you've shown me. I pray all of these things in Jesus' name. And everybody said, amen. Can we put our hands together for people that received Christ today? Greatest decision they could ever make. Amen. Thanks again for listening to this week's message. To stay in the know with Gateway City Church, be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. If you'd like to support this ministry financially, visit us online at gatewaycitychurch.co to select the giving option that works best for you. Thanks again for listening to this week's message.